You are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. To the Coulson Lives podcast, episode 15. Today we're discussing the episode titled Yes Men. Uh, as always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate Hawk. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uprising is a thing, I guess. Um, I yeah. haven't seen any of it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. We don't watch regular TV. We only watch it on Hulu and Netflix and stuff, so we don't see. Any of the actual commercials? commercials? We only see the ones that you get really sick of after you've watched it four times during the same show. Like the like the give me a double pudding one. Yeah, that one's old real quick. I like the we ones where they today. play two old. directly in a row that are the same commercial. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Commercials. So we'll have to look up the uprising stuff to see it later. Yeah, it's it's just a marketing ploy so that they can distance themselves from the first half of the season, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious because you kind of need that backstory. Mm-hmm. Whether you enjoy watching it or not, it's still important. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it works into how we all saw the season going, where we know we knew that. The, the Whedon verse is very much about the long game. And now that we've got all the puzzle pieces in place, we can start the real story. Yep. Yep. About this uprising. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so, episode 15 of season one, written by Shalisha Francis. Uh, name sounds familiar. I think we've had her before. And... Uh, directed by John Terleski. <laughs> and yeah, in this episode, Lady Seif arrives on Midgard and get, seeks out S.H.I.E.L.D.'s help to hunt down Lorelei, an escaped Asgardian prisoner slash sorcerer. Slash seductress. Yeah, she kind of really has a thing for throwing her weight around. Yeah. Her boobs around. That too. Except she doesn't really do as much of it as you would think. Uh, it's, it's not a CW show. Yeah. Now I'm going to pet your arm. It's, and, it's not a CW show. Yeah. And, and then you feel like, oh my god, people. Seriously? It leads straight into... Yeah, so, so Sif shows up. Go ahead. And she's awesome. Because Sif is awesome. It's true. And then she tells them, okay, so the people who are weak to Lorelai's power are men. Always men. Always men. Only men. Only men. Even some men who have the internal fortitude to not fall to the sound of her voice will fall to the sound of her voice combined with her touch. Okay. So this is laid out in the first briefing. Right? Mm -hmm. And what do they do? They send an almost entirely male task force after her. Mm-hmm. 
And then when they I, get I there, know. they send a male to cover the back entrance by himself. Right. By himself. And then and I'm given thinking, the opportunity uh, to knock her the fuck out with a gun. She doesn't take not it. To. He lets her advance on him when he's been told, if she touches you, you'll go under. Ha ha! And, and this is S.H.I.E.L.D. I know they have female agents. They have more than two. You see them in the crowd shots on the helicarrier. They I have mean, more than just Agent May and, um, what's her name? Natasha Romanoff. And, well, yeah, there's there's four big ones that we've had. Hand. We've got Hand. We've got, um... Hill. Hill, thank you. That's the name that I was blanking on. And then you've got Natasha and you've got May. Those are four really good ones. We know they have more. We've seen them. I if mean, you're putting about... together a task force to capture this person, you can bloody well pull in your female agents. How, how, cool, how cool would a strike team of Romanoff and May and Hand and Hill and Sif, just, just those five, I bet. Yeah, you could send them in and they would just take her down and, well, it wouldn't make a very interesting episode, but it would be a lot less dumb on S.H.I.E.L.D.'s part. <laughs> but you totally could have done that and then you, you put her on the plane and then she can still do the whole, you can still do the whole storyline where they, where she, like, charms Ward on the plane because they've got her in prison or whatever and then, like, transferring her to where they're going to buy Foster out or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so, oh my goodness. The whole thing, the whole thing. Plus, do you know how Just cool like, it would have been, on, this is dumb, especially people. in a Joss Whedon story where the the solution is strong women? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And an opportunity was missed here. And if Joss was still more involved in this, uh, in, in this show, it probably wouldn't have been this bad. Mm. Yeah. But he's off, you know, doing Avengers too, or something. <laughs> Or something. So, dear Joss Whedon. Come back. Come back. Beat your underlings about the ears and say, hello. Just kick Jed right in his junk. Seriously. (laughs) Don't really. Don't really do that. I want you, Jed, Funny. Yeah. uh, There was various points during the episode where I I was basically yelling that at the screen. That's fair, and I I definitely had those thoughts as well, not not quite to that extent, but especially that one moment, like send Ward out back, and immediately I'm like, send Ward out me? back where Lorelai's probably planning on leaving from by himself. Okay. This it, this will yeah. only end badly. <laughs> Yeah, not. I don't know. If if you can ignore that part, though, it's kind of a fun episode. Oh, I had a totally good time watching it. I just had those moments of, what the hell? Really? (laughs) No. What did I say? Damn it! Every time. It's like you have a sensor for. Whenever my butler's off the bed. Back in it. I just want to stretch no. my No, look. Uh, there's color in my cheeks. Mm. Breathing. Feeling like my whole body is on fire. I'm good. <laughs> good is not the appropriate word to describe your state. You've been shot twice, had your stomach perforated, and a breathing tube shoved down your throat. Better 
is the more accurate word. Again with the blood drive? Not gonna have anything left. Huh. Not sure how I feel about Dr. Simmons. She's so strict oh. and pokey. Well, patient Sky is unruly and stubborn. I'm grateful. I hope you know that. I didn't do it alone. Still, I'm the most gratefulestest patient alive. <laughs> That's not even a word. Do you want to talk character development stuff? Yes. One of the biggest character developments of the episode was Lorelai told us that Ward's, the woman that Ward wanted to be with, wasn't actually Agent May. Bum, bum, I was not shocked. Which uh, which could mean that he wants to bang Simmons, but I highly doubt it. Yep. Not that I don't love Simmons, I do. But we presume that he wants to do it with Sky. And why wouldn't he? Exactly. She is objectively pretty hot. She's subjectively pretty hot, too. <laughs> well, yes, but, you know, I don't work on that side of the scale for girls. Problematically, she she is his uh, subordinate, which means they cannot be together. His direct subordinate. Yeah. yeah for, now. <laughs> for now. For but now. only for now. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not entirely sure we can call that character development, though, because he told her under the influence of mind control. But then we see the aftermath of that with him and Sky at the end, or him and May at the end. The right, but that's just on May's side. brutal breakup. Oh, oh yeah, Dumb. that was like, oh my god, this is this is painful. Yeah, we're done here. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. The temperature in the cockpit of the plane has dropped by about 20 degrees, and hmm, icicles are forming. The with the icy heart. Mm. Yeah. I felt sorry for me. I did. But at least yeah. she got to beat the shit out of him. That was awesome. Yeah, we were both really happy when it's like, no, no, it's me. Punch him anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it stuff. was his fault. He didn't even try to shoot her before she whammied him. Yep. Yeah. If only. If only he had been smarter and they had been smarter about Well, the I have whole a note. Thing. A- another note of Ward try listening to your briefings. Yeah, I've had this problem in the past <laughs> with him. You're told exactly what's you know, either a weakness of the target or something that they're going to do, and then you completely disregard it. Ah! <sighs> yeah. I like my notes for the characters. I've got Lorelei, awesome. And then Sif, <laughs> still badass. Oh, yeah. And that was it. <laughs> Pretty much I it. Loved, I loved Sif. I always do. I liked that Lorelai was trying to play on the, the the heartstrings on her to be like, you didn't get so-and-so, you didn't get Thor, you didn't get blah, blah, blah. And then she claps the necklace on and goes, you were saying? You were saying? <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of uh, the Thor the Dark World when, when he destroys the rock monster. 
Who's next? Or anyone, anyone else? else? Anyone else? <laughs> it just has that same like twinge to it, the the, the of sarcasm. Well, and and if you go farther back, which makes me totally laugh because it's it's absolutely something that they could have picked up from Loki. Because that bit where Loki and Thor are on that weird crag thing and then Thor gets blasted off by Iron Man when he's oh, in yeah. the middle of having that conversation and Loki's just, I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's Asgardian uh, sarcasm. <laughs> or it's the however many hundreds of years that group was wandering around with each other. That's true. Yep. My question is, Sarcasm if they've is really already got a thing that's all about making people not talk, and it's the thing that they used on Loki at the end of the Avengers, they had to create a new artifact for... No, she was locked up before Loki. Oh, they so talked about she's, she's been wearing it for like 500, 600 years. So maybe it's old tech that they just want to reuse the same thing? Well, it worked. Yeah. And it's less of a ball gag, which is probably more humane. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't care about being humane with Loki. Mm. Not shocked. <laughs> cool. Uh, a couple other character development, or moments at least. Simmons standing up to Coulson was fantastic. Was oh, I was nice. so happy for her. And then he got mad about it, which was also always fun to see. I always love it when he loses his cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. he's so he like, in control. Enough. Yeah. He wasn't giving her enough information. Yeah. And she but just says, that's not why. good enough. Yeah. I mean, he gathered all these people together. None of them, except maybe Ward, were yes, sir, how high, sir, people. Ward, yeah, Ward's a little bit of that. Was, at least. So. He's starting to get to the point where he'll punch, a, punch an agent if he needs to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like I liked that one, and then uh, when Lorelai has Ward under her spell, she says something along the lines of, "You're a real man with the rage of a berserker in you." Right. Right. I was like, "Call, call back. back." Well done. As does as does May. Well done. There's call back to the rage the... stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's one other um, character development that was kind of cool. There, I guess, two in in one little section in the in the post. Fred. Um, the uh, him talking to Sky about how they've got to uh, figure out what was going on with the thing and and how they have to keep it a secret from everybody so that she's sort of in on the secret. That was sort of a big thing. But the one that really got me was they came back and started showing the scene again. And they showed that May was listening and reporting to someone, and I'm like, what? Turns out May is actually Coulson's handler. What? <laughs> Plot yeah. twist. That that was one that I am genuinely excited about. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't know who she's reporting to. We don't know if she's there to try and stop him from doing any of this stuff. Or if she's just keeping tabs on. Yeah, or what. exactly. Yeah, it's hard to say at this point because we have zero information on it. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out in the upcoming few episodes. What's the next episode called? 
next. Every episode. time we speculate about something, it's like we could be seeing such and such from such and such, and like that's interesting because the episode, next episode is called um, "The Answer to Your Question." Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it is called "The Answer to Your Question." The next episode is called <laughs> "Your Speculations Are Correct." What? So weird. End of the beginning is the next episode. End of the beginning. Like we said, it's the end of, or we are now done with the whole setup. Now we can actually start the show. <laughs> it Our speculations were correct. Two episodes to get there. I love it. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. What if it turns into Sky and Coulson against the world? I would still watch that. Uh, I would too. I like both of those characters now. Remember when we first saw Sky and we're like, ugh, Sky. Well, she has improved vastly since then. Yeah. Well, her her resolve has gotten better, so she's like, I want to train with Ward because I want to be not helpless, which is great. We love that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's good, good things. for her. And I loved how, like, cool she was about the idea that she's got alien blood in her now. She's like, whatever. I liked her reaction Saved my much life. better than Coulson's. We're talking about character development because she would have been freaking out before. It's true. And her reaction is so much more controlled than his. Where she's just like, well, it's happened. This has happened. It saved my life. I'm not dying. It saved your as life. As far as we know. Life. Saved you your life. You haven't had grown it. a tail. You haven't grown a tail. So there's that. Which I really liked that line. <laughs> it was an awesome line. <laughs> Um, so, uh, that was great. Her her ability to just kind of accept what's going on and move with the flow and do the best with what she's got, it has really improved. And it's awesome. I agree. How cute was Fitz when he was under the thrall? <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Especially... Especially since for the last couple of episodes we've got super serious fits, and now we've got he's completely lost his mind. He's so cute. Love struck derpy fits. <laughs> I like him. Wow, that Lorelai is really great, isn't she? Yeah, she's uh, she's something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fits. <laughs> good, good stuff. Yes. All right, shall we move on to tech? What dark magic is this? Thor said you perished at the hand of Loki. And he was right. For a while, anyway. But Loki wasn't the only one with some tricks up his sleeve. Turns out S.H.I.E.L.D. had a few of their own. Thor will be pleased to hear it. He considers you a friend. I feel the same, which is why I'd prefer you hear it from me, if that's okay. Yeah. They have a new arsenal, a whole line of of night night guns, which we're no longer calling them night night guns. They are now called the Icer Technologies. And I'm. It's uh, what incapacitating cartridge rounds. Yes. Yeah. But basically, they're named that so you have an excuse to say go ice someone. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Yet. Incapacitating we'll cartridge emitting dot dot dot. Yeah. Basically, My favorite I, it's part, an though, excuse for, for p- saying that you're putting someone on ice. Uh, um, <laughs> my favorite part was uh, Ward gets the gun, and then he goes, oh, that's nice. It's re- 
oh, and you lost that ounce, which was such a nice callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sort of perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and the, I like the new look of it because it actually does look kind of militaristic and doesn't have those it's big glowy blue lights. Yeah. And the fact that you have, like, ICER shotguns and ICER assault rifles and ICER submachine guns, like, all of that. It it was a nice arsenal upgrade. And it was very Q-Branch about it, too. It's like, whoa, look at all this stuff. Look at all this stuff. I've laid it out for you. It's beautifully (laughs) arranged. (laughs) Yeah. Good improvement there, for sure. Definitely. Yep. Not a whole lot of other tech, at least on the human side mm-hmm. of the spectrum here. We got I'm not entirely sure we can awesome call that sword. circlet tech. Well, Fitz was able to fix it. Yeah. That's true. And then the, the sword, if we're talking Asgardian tech, we have a sword that can be a double sword that holsters into a shield that can block bullets. Mm-hmm. And That's also pretty breaks good. apart so they can actually have a sword fight. I think that that was an accident. Like they broke the sword and then well, she yeah. had to like. But but now it can. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a good idea. No, because you don't want your sword to be able to break into two pieces because then your opponent has a weapon that yeah. you gave him. Yeah. Which it was still really general. cool though. Yeah, it was still yeah, pretty cool. It was cool. a nice fight. Yeah, both of those fights were great. We had. And it was. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. And it was really nice that they um, were paralleling them. So it's like, here are the two people who are on opposite sides of the thing that are both at the human level. And here are the two people who are as guardians kicking the shit out of each other in a bulletproof room. Yeah. <laughs> and putting dents in the walls. Yeah. <laughs> and when Coulson's like, uh, Siv gets sucked out of the airlock and he's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? She's an Asgardian. Open the door. Let her back in. <laughs> fine and then we pan out and yeah she's fine she's, she's just holding on to the top of the plane yep she's just hanging out yep she wasn't quite fast enough to get her sword though which is too bad yeah though here's the thing she comes in the door and then she sees the sword stuck in the bed and then she grabs the sword and then the door opens or closes and Sips and behind, Sips behind it. Why wouldn't she just grab the sword when she came back in? Well, because if you open the door and the sword isn't there, automatically you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it got sucked out of the airlock with it. No, because they already looked and saw that the sword was in the bed. Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah, so if it's not there, it's an automatic, shit's just happened, uh, something's fuck? wrong. My plan may be falling apart about my ears. Whereas if it is there, it's like, yes, mine. Yes. It's so then surprise, cockbag. <laughs> and then Sips is like, I don't think so, bitch. Yeah. And then they fight. And then they fight. Uh, what else happened this week? And then Sif beats her ass. There was some cute dialogue between... Oh, we're in tech right now. We're still in tech. That's basically all the tech. There's the stuff that happens to that necklace. And the necklace, sort of, except not really. It's still more magic, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's like both. I love, that, I love that a lot of times when Asgardians show up, or like when, when, when we had humanity go to the Asgardian place and they had technology that we don't have yet, but... She was able to, uh, Jane Foster was able to 
name what it was. It's like this oh, is yeah, oh that, yeah, this is one of those particle emitter blah 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 blahs. And they're like, no, it's a such and such. Does it do this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then well, here we did it's have like that moment she with shows Sif up and the this the fancy the hologram display. display. Yeah. And she's like, oh no, we, I've we seen, had this a while ago. Yeah. I've seen uh, <laughs> this is a crude version of something we found a while ago. Yeah. And we're like, thanks. So it's like they're they're using the the humanities uh, advances in technology to parallel, you know, similar inventions and things through mm -hmm. arcane or other technological advances, which is cool because it's like well, it's mm -hmm. that whole line of any sufficiently advanced technology will look like magic to people who aren't as advanced. Yep. Yep. Mike and my phone. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why I call it my magic phone. Your magic phone. It does stuff. Do there is more uh, computing processor power on an iPhone than there was on the first trip to space. Yep. <laughs> that, that's just... like my favorite piece of trivia because that's just fascinating. It is. Yeah. If you put enough rocket power on a phone, it could navigate to space. Except back. that it can't because it um, has programming stuff that makes it not work. It's to keep people from missling each other with phones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the reason. That uh, is the reason. So you can't. It's got, use a, it's them got like an altitude. It's got like an altitude missiles. cutoff, and that's it. It's crazy. Weird. Yeah, right. I think it's cool. It's smart. It's wicked smart. But yeah, moving on, because that's basically all the tech. It's not. It's not a very tech-heavy episode. It's. It's a sorcery and. Bashing people around. Episodes. Yeah, are we going into quotes? What's next? Yeah, quotes. Why not? Um, one of my favorite little quote fest was when uh, Simmons was checking in on Sky early, and they were like, "Well, uh, uh, Doctor Simmons says blah 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 blah," and then Simmons is like, "Well, patient Sky is blah 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 blah." It was cute. <laughs> She's all rude and pokey. Yep, and, but patient Sky is unruly and stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> but she just keeps drawing blood out of her. Of course she's going to be happy about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was some good interplay. Uh, what dark magic is this? Uh, I think it's Lorelai said that. Don't really remember when, though. I, I remember. I remember when the um, when the chopper riled up. She was like, "Oh, what kind of beast is that?" Which was funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, it was some somewhere around there. I think when she's like, "What yeah. dark magic is this?" These are all your men, rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's now their um, rooster. Really? <laughs> All right, punch, punch. Uh, and then Lady Sif is talking with Coulson, and he, uh, she says, "Rest easy, son of Cole." Yeah, that was good. That was a really good line. I like that one a lot. I I feel like that could be a callback too. I think Thor said something along those lines in the first movie, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't remember specifically. But yeah, it's still still a good line. And then uh May discussing No, Fargo what Lord. dark magic is this comes from Sif. 
Oh. Sif says that when Coulson walks in. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Good memory, darling. Rememory. Uh, yeah, w- May talking about fighting Ward, and she's like, Ward won't kill me. And Lady Sif is like, uh, well, he's, he's not no going to be Ward. He and May's just like, no. <laughs> he might try, but Ward won't kill me. Ward can't kill me. Yeah. That's because she's more badass than him. It's true. It's truth. And it is true. She was winning. I wonder if May's number nine. Oh, that's a speculation. Sorry. Ooh. Please so that, um, yeah, I think that's about it for quotes. I think my favorite quote from the episode is, well, there's that you were saying bit from Sif to Lorelai, yeah. but the interchange that Phil and Sky have at the end where, um, He's getting all upset at her because she's not taking it seriously. This should he be feels. a big deal to you. And the whole and he says, We are completely in the dark on this. And Sky's reply is that's where we live. Which yeah. is totally true. And I thought that whole interchange was awesome. Yeah, he's like, I know that you like to sort of be nonchalant about stuff, but this should be a big deal. And she's like, So? <laughs> hey, look, I'm alive. I'm happy about that. Phil, quit being such a little bitch about this whole thing. <laughs> Take a chill pill, Phil. Oh! oh what? On that note, uh, speculation? <laughs> Steal yourself to do what might be necessary. Your Agent Ward. He's not mine. Well, that is certainly true now. But Agent Ward is no longer the man you knew. He will not hesitate to kill you. Ward won't kill me. Do not let your feelings cloud your judgment. I'm not. He might try to kill me, but he won't. Security cameras just caught sight of them. If Lorelai wants an army of wealthy, pliable men. Is Agent May a level nine operative? One step higher than Phil Coulson? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. Because we know that Fury and or the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., if it ever isn't Fury, is the 10. Is a level 10. Which would mean Maria Hill is a 9. Potentially. Potentially. Probably. I don't see Romanoff or Barton being 9s. They're probably 7s or 8s. Yeah. Well, they're probably 6 because, you know, level 7 knows that Coulson's alive. Well, level seven is supposed to know that Coulson's alive. That's true. I guess I can also uh, see them going. They're in contact with Tony Stark. Do we want the entire world to know that Coulson is alive? Because no one at Shield has any faith in Tony's ability to keep his mouth shut. That's true. Whereas my personal feeling is, if he felt it was important enough, he would keep his mouth shut. But what Shield tells him is important is not necessarily what Tony Stark feels is important. Yeah. So. On that note, they're in contact with the biggest loudmouth shield knows. Perhaps they shouldn't be told. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. look at his first real interaction with shield. It was, uh, here's your cover story. You were on a boat. And he goes out and says, I am Iron Man. 
Yeah. <laughs> the truth is... The truth is... The truth is... The actual truth. Here you go. I can't stop from saying it. I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. So, not that I really think that Barton or Romanoff would actually tell Tony if they were told not to, but I can see S.H.I.E.L.D. going, we're just going to keep this under our hats just in case. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, and I like my note that says, oh, well, that's what the rest of the se- season is going to be. Coming off right? of uh, uh, Coulson and Sky discussing what they're searching for. <laughs> We're going to find it, and we're going to do something about it, and we're going to find the man who's responsible for this. Now, the question is, what do you think that this in his, we're going to find the man who's responsible for this she kind of, He kind of poked her in the arm, but he could have been pointing at her stomach. Mm-hmm. The question is, uh, oh, but the, but the question is, are they talking about the guy who shot her, or are they talking about the the clairvoyant? Because the clairvoyant technically ordered her to be shot. Yeah. See, I think that they were talking about the person responsible for the drug. That's what I thought at first, but now I think it's more the he he wants to find the clairvoyant and take him out. Mm, could be. I think either one has potential. Mm. Por que no los dos? Well, the problem is the person who's the person who is responsible for the drug, we presume is uh, Fury. Mm. Well, maybe, except I don't think Fury is synthesizing anything. That's true. He's got science people to do that for him. They're going to try and find Shepard Book? I mean, Doctor, what's his name? <laughs> I'm never going to remember his actual name. Me neither. Shepard Book. That's Shepherd. okay. Doctor Shepard Book. Doctor Shepard Book. Funny, um, yeah. Dr. I don't Shepard. know. I think we're gonna see probably both those answers by the end of the season. Yes, definitely. Yes, by the end of the season. I would think so. The question will be: Will we know any of those answers by the end of the next episode? Probably not. We might be closer. We might know who they're talking about when they say who's responsible, but we won't be finding. Yeah, the we will probably know which one of these avenues of speculation they're going down by the end of next episode. I'm gonna say the clairvoyant because I guess it's clairvoyant also. The IMDb summary has the word the clairvoyant in it. Uh, you see, Dan has. Damn. Um, you're not allowed to be a, knowledge. Not allowed to be a clairvoyant. <laughs> about the clairvoyant. I I just, just had a premonition that it was about the clairvoyant. Uh huh. Spoilers. You read the. <laughs> I mean the we've we've read the IMDb summaries and they're not or they're they're really they're more like helpful. a sentence describing the episode what it might be about. Yeah. Uh, the sad part is we're off for the next two weeks. The next episode oh. airs on April 1st. But that's didn't have okay, a... because I won't be that's in true. Michigan uh, in two weeks. Also, I'm about to go into tech week, so it might be good. 
Also, my also, parents are coming to make, into town soon. I have to make so. a robot hand. Nice. Have to. Like a, a, a working a robot. robot hand. No, I want to yeah. make a steampunk robot arm for my uh, for a costume I'm doing for uh, Depticon. Nice. Yeah. So, sad face. We won't get to know which of our speculations is true for two weeks, but it's actually good timing schedule wise. Yeah. Yeah, definitely works out for all three of us, sounds like. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I'm good on this episode if you guys are. Yeah. I wonder if they're ever going to guest star Adela Dazim. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, John Travolta joke. <laughs> joke. John Travolta accidentally said I Idina Menzel's name very, very wrong. Oh. I heard about Amazingly that. Amazingly wrong. Pronunciation, but I don't even know how you get that. Didn't he say something like the the unforgettable or something (laughs) like some (laughs) the the wickedly talented? Apparently, his uh, apology and response to that was something along the lines of, "Look, I I screwed up pretty big, and I'm sorry, but just let it go." That is pretty. That's awesome. All right, he won me back over. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm good on the episode. I yeah. enjoyed it. I I just wish we had a bit more. It felt it uh, felt strong women since mm. they were beating us over the head with yeah. women. She uh, only targets own. men. Her your biggest weakness is men. Let's send out a squad of men. Wrong! Wrong! Yeah, if uh, they weren't the beating us over the head with it so much, it wouldn't have been as issue. As yeah, if they'd mentioned issue. it once, been like, you know, if Sif had said something like, men are susceptible, but only once. And also, you could have had a lot of fun playing with the idea of, of women who are into women or men who are into men. Like there could, it would have been a pretty tasteless joke, but it is inquiring minds want to know: Does her power work on ladies who are into ladies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it some genetic thing attached to the Y chromosome? Yeah, probably. Because um, it could be either, honestly. And then, uh, what was I saying? It felt it felt like the episode was sort of taken out of context in that it it was so encapsulated that we didn't re, it didn't tie into the main storyline at all so it it could have not happened and we would have been fine. Mm-hmm. The only thing the only thing that really progressed in the greater scheme of things is Ward and May's relationship going down the shitter. And... Which, to be honest, we saw coming. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that and Coulson and Sky. And pretty much just the last five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything important that moves on came from that. What? Oh, something just exploded in my head. Uh oh. He's broken. I wonder if. Oh my god. You have to verbalize. I wonder if May is working for the clairvoyant. Oh no. No. And here's my theory. She hears Coulson talking to Sky about the origin of the thing and proceeds with calm 
and tells a person on the other end of the line that Coulson knows. But it sounded like there was some sort of shield security thing that happened before then. This is directly after May had a conversation with Coulson saying, I don't know what it is that you know, but you should talk to someone about it. Maybe Sky. So she was sort of egging him into that conversation. Well, yes, but that mm-hmm. I don't see your direct link from that to the clairvoyant. Well, I mean, it's not if she's if she's trying to get this classified. Like it's one thing if she's trying to learn what the classified thing is. She's saying, Colson, you need to talk to Sky about that thing. That way, I can listen into you and find out what that thing is. But she already knows what that thing is. Well, but that's one of the things that they were talking about way, 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 way back in the beginning. Of Coulson can never know. Mm. Oh, that's true. Okay. I mean, that's a shield thing, and that's all the way back in the first episode. All right, fine. <laughs> then I go back to my original theory that she's a level nine. I like that one better. She's uh, a secret level. Mm-hmm. She's a level nine that acts like a level seven. Well, she is very good at her job. Sweet. Well, but... If she ends up being working for the clairvoyant, I get a beer. <laughs> I think that could be arranged. You've visited other realms, seen different species, aliens. Have you ever encountered any that were blue? Yes, of course. Which ones? Uh, Mantidites, Levians, Vergots, Cree, Sarks, Centaurians. The Frost Giants tried to conquer your Earth a millennia ago, but Asgard drove them away. Well, thanks for that. And the others, have any of them been here recently? Rest easy, Philip, son of Cole. None of the others have ever visited Earth. There, a robbery of jewels. All right. Well, until April, I guess. Uh, I guess. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, you can shoot us an email at colsonlivespodcast at, blog, or at gmail.com or go to our blog page, the show notes, at uh, colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com. Please like us on sure. Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. And if you want to check out our other shows, go to almproductions.net. I am Daniel Jaynes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate-Hawk. The minute I learned what it was, I tried to keep them from injecting you with it, but I was too late. I'm so sorry, Sky. You were trying to save my life. You did save my life. I was desperate to, and so I subjected you to unknown ramifications or side effects. I'm sorry to say this, sir, but so what? We are alive, and you've had that stuff in you for uh, some time now, and you're okay, right? Plus, you're not sprouting a pointy tail or anything, so bonus there. I know nothing phases you, but this should phase you. We are completely in the dark on this. That's where we live. I'm in 084. Who knows what the hell that means? At least we're in the dark together. Yes, but not for long. To hell with any protocols or any code I used to be bound by. 
We have a long list of questions we need answers for, and we're going after them ourselves. We'll have to tease up for it. No. No, listen to me. I trust them, but we need to protect them from this. Fury went to dangerous lengths to keep this under wraps. Lied to me, lied to S.H.I.E.L.D. This is a powerful secret. A secret men died for. Until we know why, we can't share this with anyone. For their safety and ours. Got it. So what'll it be, AC? What do we go after first? The person responsible for this. Colsimler's podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at colsimlerspodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsimlerspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash colsimlerspodcast and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening and feel free to check out our other podcasts at almppodcast.blogspot.com or by following the links at the Colson Lives page. 